The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze with Grace Goller. Dealing with cancer is by no means easy to handle, but our program aims to make it easier through knowledge. Whether you've been recently diagnosed, are going through treatment right now, or are a survivor, our program will have points that you should hear. And by sharing our stories together, we'll make it truly a life-changing experience that you don't have to go through alone. Now, here is your host, Grace Goller. Welcome to today's edition of Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm your host, Grace Goller, as usual, and uh, today we're going to be talking about German cancer treatments. So if you're considering seeking cancer treatment in Germany, today's show really is not to be missed because there's so many things you need to know if you're seeking a treatment overseas. Having just returned from yet another patient medi-tour to Germany, in fact, uh, I got back a couple of days ago, um, I had the pleasure of spending time with many cancer treatment experts, both in Munich and in Frankfurt. So today I'm going to be describing the work of some of these innovative German researchers and treating doctors and provide some insights of how to choose the right German clinic for you, that is if you're considering options overseas or if you're out of treatment possibilities in your own country, remembering that most of the people that we see that actually seek a a German treatment option do so because they've exhausted everything in their own country and many of those patients have been dealing with cancer for quite a long time, some of them 10, 12, 15 years with a series of recurrences. So based on uh, experience now of about 25 years of patient referrals overseas and coming up next year, I'll have been working in this field for 40 years, so uh, it's a bit of a milestone coming up. Um, I'm going to share some of the feedback and tips uh, for those who people who are about to embark on navigating the um, what we call the cancer treatment maze in terms of German cancer treatments. Now, there's a bit of a myth around that German clinics only offer alternative or unproven therapies. And this is one of the drawbacks, actually, from uh, the oncologist's point of view in most countries around the world. Um, They think that all of these clinics do not have the proper protocols and standards that other countries have. And uh, yes, Germany does have a lot of alternative clinics. Um, But not all of them are alternative. There are a few state-of-the-art science and medicine-based clinics that also offer botanical medicine, complementary medicine and psychological support. 
So if you're considering choosing an option for cancer treatment in Germany, it's absolutely imperative that you learn about these treatments and the clinics so that you can make an informed choice. Now, in my recent trip, both with our patients and with some of the medical practitioners and researchers that I had the pleasure of spending time with, I actually came away even more excited um, I was treated to some uh, not published information, in fact, confidential information uh, from one of the leading researchers in the field of antibodies. And that was really mind-blowing. And it's wonderful to think that the cancer treatments of the future are actually going to be based more on medicine like this that actually stimulates the immune system and causes recognition of the cancer cells by the immune system. Um, however, before we just go ahead with that today, there's two people that I must make mention of on the show. Um, first of all, I want to acknowledge the passing of a very important lady in the field of psychoneuroimmunology. And for those of you who don't know what that long word means, it is about the impact of psychology on our neurology and on our immunology. And the lady I'm talking about is Professor Candace Pert, who died suddenly quite recently. Um, Candace uh, was an American neuroscientist and she was a pharmacologist and she was the discoverer of the opiate receptor, which is the cellular binding site for endorphins, you know, those what we know as the feel-good hormones in the brain. Now, I had the pleasure of touring with Candice in the Netherlands and in the UK in the mid-90s, and she was a speaker several times at conferences I was associated with in Australia. She had a great sense of humour. Um, I remember one evening in Melbourne in Australia when she was doing her presentation and someone out in the back room had actually dropped a carousel full of her slides. You know, in those days, we had slides. We didn't have audio visuals like we do today. She'd really carefully prepared everything. And the dear person out in the back room had actually uh, dropped this carousel and put every single slide in upside down. There were about four or 500 people there on that occasion and as quick as a flash, I always remember Candace saying, well, of course all my slides are upside down. I'm in the land down under Australia. And um, that was a, an introduction to the kind of lady that she actually was. Um, she worked tirelessly for her passion. And look, as a woman, it certainly wasn't always easy for her in a scientific profession at the level that she was working. But her discovery of the opiate receptor led to a revolution in neuroscience. And many people aren't aware of this. Uh, she helped open the door to the information-based model of the brain, which we now know exists and is now replacing the old structuralist model. So uh, most recently, she'd been working on um, active peptide anti-inflammatory treatments for pain and for Alzheimer's as well. She'd also been studying HIV and um, the viral reservoirs involved with that. So if you want to know more about Candace Pert, she's authored many books. And I think it's always um, an honour. It's something that recognises the value of someone's life. Um, to suggest that you read her classic. And her classic was called Molecules of Emotion, The Science Between Mind-Body Medicine. And that was published back in 1999. Um, 
she's made a significant contribution to the field of patient well-being. And even if you've never heard her name before, her influence will be threading throughout um, your experience, no doubt your experience with cancer. Uh, she was a larger-than-life personality and she will be missed by many. And uh, my condolences go to her close friends and family and colleagues. Now, the second person I'd like to acknowledge before we start today um, and is connected to today's topic is Rona. Now, Rona was on the show last week and I'd really like to thank her contribution to navigating the cancer maze. Um, her stories created a lot of interest um, both on email and also on the blogs. Um, we didn't get time, unfortunately, last week to include some of Rona's classical piano playing at the end of the show, which I did record. Um, that's quite an achievement in itself, given her story. So if you missed my interview with Rona last week, I suggest you listen here online at Voice America or download the interview. Whatever type of cancer you have, the issues that Rona faced as a breast cancer patient share a lot of common boundaries with you. And by that I mean also the weight of the decision-making that she experienced I think uh, we've talked a lot on this show about the critical crossroads and uh, I think Rona's story displayed many of those critical crossroads. Um, there's consequences too of having made the decisions and she talked about that I think quite eloquently and she accepted the possibility that her choices were risky and all may not go to plan. Um, dealing with setbacks is something that's very important to look at at the outset actually of dealing with cancer. Um, Rona came to that place and I think it's been a really, really valuable experience for her and one that many other patients can learn from. So if you missed the show, I'm just going to give you a brief overview because of how it relates to today's show with her going to Germany and uh, at one stage along the line of her decision-making process, recognising that that was what she needed to do. Um, so Rona came from an alternative medicine persuasion and nothing had really worked and she saw a lot of people who were following the alternative treatment, we'll call it the alternative treatment maze I think, and um, she noticed that some of them weren't doing so well, a few others had done well. So she was in that place of a dilemma really. And uh, so when she finally accepted that for her, that her breast would have to be removed, despite throwing everything at it that she could, she did have one thing in her favour. And it was fortunate that she'd begun to explore the psychology of dealing with cancer. So for her, when unexpected complications occurred from her surgery, she was left actually with brachial plexus nerve damage. And this is the nerve that actually allows the arm to be used. And at that stage, she didn't know if she'd ever use her arm again. But she had tools in place. Plus, the ongoing support that she had really crafted around her to support her while navigating the cancer maze also made a big difference. But even so, being a passionate classical musical pianist and having an IT job, Rona's cancer world suddenly became even more challenging. It was totally unexpected, something completely out of left field. 
In our work at the Grace Gawler Institute, we often talk about B, D and A in terms of uh, treatments that one is receiving overseas and in particular for today's show, um, Germany. B, D, A stands for before, during and after treatment phases. Now, this becomes especially important if you choose cancer treatments in Germany. Certainly, aftercare, guidance, support, um, and support uh, not only in the hands-on emotional and psychological support, but I think there's practical issues here too that are very important and often get passed by. Things like childcare, house chores, gardening, all those other things in the after phase of returning home to Germany, whether you live in the US, the UK or Australia or anywhere else, it is so important to prioritise this aspect of self-care. I've seen many patients come back from Germany and they've done really quite well while they've been there. They've had tumour reduction, they've maybe had their pain reduced or eliminated, they may have even become an option for surgery, whereas prior to going to Germany, they were inoperable, only to come back throw themselves into their busy life, try to do 150% of everything, including the home chores, and it all going terribly wrong. And they lose that very important ground that they've been able to make um, as they've navigated the cancer maze in Germany. So uh, with Rona, no doubt you can imagine the tremendous impact that she must have felt when she uh, returned home and had her surgery and uh, then had this out-of-left-field experience. So, uh, you know, who knows whether that could have been different had Rona made different choices. But I tell you what, the attitude, the pluckiness and the grit that Rona developed in the months previous to her surgery had been honed and she found the strength of spirit that she actually never knew that she had. So now hearing her play the piano again for me last week uh, was a heartwarming experience and I hope to share some of that with you on a future program of Navigating the Cancer Maze. We've come to the end of our first session today on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with discussing German cancer treatments and how to actually navigate the German cancer treatment maze. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvang Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hulvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-Clinic.com. Or call us in Germany 
at 490-7443-964240. Learn to navigate the cancer maze with trusted professionals in cancer health care. The Grace Scholar Institute, a not-for-profit organization with an established track record, a global clientele, and expertise in local and international referrals. The Institute's founder has almost 40 years experience as a multidiscipline cancer strategist with a focus on finding options and implementing personalized care for cancer patients. The Grace Scholar Institute can help you navigate the cancer maze. Why not email the Institute today at institute at gracegaller.com or visit their website at gracegollerinstitute.com. Listen each week to Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller, from the Grace Goller Institute, as she interviews cancer medicine experts, researchers, allied health professionals, patients, and caregivers. Navigating the Cancer Maze provides you with information, education, inspiration, and a toolkit that will equip you wherever you are, and whoever you are, to effectively navigate your way through the cancer maze. The Grace Goller Institute also provides ebook resources. Be inspired. Be empowered. Visit the Institute's website at www.gracegollarinstitute.com or email institute at gracegollar.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now... Back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Hi, Grace Gawler here again with our second segment of Navigating the Cancer Maze. Uh, we finished the last segment by talking about Rona. I'd just like to uh, add something to that. I had the honour of working with Rona throughout her setbacks. Um, it's the time when you need a navigator or a guide the most is when you're going through uh, what can be the results of treatments or in Rona's case, uh, just an unfortunate side effect that was no one's fault but just actually happened to her when was a big life challenge for her to deal with. Um, we actually met when she decided to try German cancer treatments. Uh, she'd followed the alternative path, as we said before, but the German treatments, she thought, offered a logical and a sensible approach and also what she said was a less invasive approach to treating cancer. As that's turned out for Rona, it was a wise choice because there were complications that meant that she could not embark on her post-surgery chemotherapy plan um, as she had thought and her medical practitioners thought that she would have to. So the German treatment 
treatments have actually stood her in, in good stead uh, throughout this period, um, as well as some oral hormonal um, agents that she's been taking. So uh, lots of pluses there in Rona's uh, story that seems to be quite a, a hard, hard um, experience going through the cancer maze. Just going to mention her blog, B is for bananas, C is for cancer.wordpress.com. I think that says a lot about uh, Rona and her personality. And her experience really does segue now into today's show. Um, German cancer treatments and the maze is there, of course, in trying to navigate your way and find out who you should go to and uh, what they actually offer. Now, for sure, medicine is not perfect in any country in the world. Um, Let's face it, there's not much in life that really is uh, perfect. There's always room for error. There's always um, issues for some patients due to certain different anatomy, um, Even uh, certain procedures in certain countries may differ. So uh, we know that the more serious that an illness is, the more crucial are these choices that we make. And also crucial is what we base these choices upon. Now, in recent years, there has been a flood of patients. And uh, going to Germany, this has been from all around the world. As people learn about the immune system, they learn more about cancer. They're actually knowing more about side effects and therefore questioning some of the treatments that they are having uh, by their conventional doctors. And they're looking outside the square Um, So there's this flood of patients. I think, too, with Germany, many of these patients have been using alternative medicine and they are earnestly trying to do the best that they can with what they have. Um, Perhaps a little more knowledge of understanding the actual nature of cancer might help a lot of people to actually make different decisions of how they navigate the cancer maze. And as Rona said last week, uh, marrying together these two aspects of medicine, the complementary slash alternative with the smart conventional. And um, that's indeed what does happen in Germany. So for many decades, um, Germany seems to have led the way. It's it's seemingly contradictory because um, there's an enormous rise of biotech products and applications in Germany. But at the same time, there's been a, a groundswell um, of herbal medicine and homeopathy, uh, which is also very in question by many people, whereas um, patients, many patients swear by it. And have used it quite effectively, particularly in managing symptoms. So the difference also in Germany is that uh, their cancer medicines are often produced by what we call small farmers, small uh, groups of dedicated researchers who uh, sort of vie for their funding, often from a private source, and therefore we have uh, private hospitals and a lot of other private groups 
um, springing up based on these principles of marrying the biotech, the medicine, the herbal medicine and the homeopathy. Um, they sound like strange bedfellows to some. However, in the best of the German clinics, you find that all of these principles and then you add the uh, physical therapies, um, massage, psychotherapy, exercise to all of those things and you get a very very holistic package and um, that's what some of these German clinics can offer to those of you who um, maybe are out of options as you're listening to the show today or simply feel that you're at a place where you'd like to explore treatments that are valid and have been researched but are not going to uh, perhaps do some of the damage that the more conventional drugs can do. And I say that latter um, statement very carefully because there's a lot that can be done for cancer with conventional medicine. But if you're one of those people in the percent that falls through the net, uh, you're often left with um, maybe a prognosis which is not good uh, so that you, you know, you're really having to look around for other things that you can do. You're out of treatment options because you've just had everything and you're in a place of not being in uh, too bad a health at the moment um, or that other place where you could make a choice to go to Germany to have these treatments prior um, to beginning any chemotherapy or other treatments. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later because one of the things that Germany can offer to many cancer patients is an extended model of treatment that is a value add to any of the treatments that you may have when you go home. Um, and of course, the earlier that you can go to one of these clinics um, in your diagnosis, the earlier in your diagnosis that you can go, so, so much the better the outcome. Um, I think in Germany, innovation is really high and uh, a lot of breakthrough medicines are now out and about and certainly there's a number that are in the pipeline which I was privy to uh, with one of my meetings in Munich last week. Uh, the restrictions from the government are less. Um, you know, the FDA and uh, bodies similar to that and in Germany too, their, um, their medical uh, associations are there to protect the people. But in doing that, uh, we're looking at sort of a more um, generic form of medicine. Now, what's happening with these other clinics is that they've begun to practice what we call personalised cancer medicine. We've talked about that on the show before. It's different to targeted cancer medicine. There's a lot of targeted cancer treatments out there at the moment, but they're still not focusing on the actual individuality of the person. And this is going to be the next wave that we see as we uh, navigate the cancer maze in terms of uh, German treatments in particular, and I think that model will soon spread throughout the globe. Now, saying that the restrictions are different doesn't mean that these hospitals don't have ethical guidelines and medical protocols. They do, and uh, many of the ones that I've been associated with actually um, are running very, very ethically. Um, but simply the difference is that the majority of them operate outside of the German healthcare system, uh, you know, the big public systems that fund so many trials and, and fund hospitals and allow for free medical care in many countries. Um, these sort of hospitals are also not covered by insurance uh, 
or social security. So it sort of puts them a little bit out on a limb. It may appear that they're exclusive or boutique, and maybe they are because, uh, you know, visiting one of these hospitals can set you back anywhere from, you know, maybe 30,000 to 50,000 euro, and that sounds a lot of money. However, if you are in a country where your Medicare is supported by the government, um, or you've got private health cover, we often don't see these hidden costs that are involved in medicine. Um, when we go and we've had our surgery, uh, we often give our cards in and we don't see those real costs. So in comparison, treatment in Germany um, is actually a lot less than it is in Australia if we come down to the nuts and bolts of the treatment. Many people who seek treatment in Germany, from my experience, are not wealthy people. Um, they're people who are just wanting to have that other chance. They want that second chance at life and they're prepared to just go that extra mile or a few thousand miles if you're coming from Australia um, or, or the US. Um, they really want to get that second chance because if there is a chance of them surviving for a long time or maybe even extending their life for a couple of years to do the things that they've always wanted to do, uh, many of these patients consider that 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 money is um, worthwhile spent. So many of our people um, would use their superannuation policies. They would draw on an insurance policy. Some patients with very bad prognosis indeed have used their life insurance, um, actually cashed in their policy so it could enable them to live. And look, as we're seeing cancer patients younger and younger um, on this trip at the clinic, the majority of the patients there at the clinic were young people. They were in their 30s, they were in their 40s and they had young families. And so you can understand if you've been given up and you want to grab that second chance while you can, that German cancer treatments can look to be a very, very viable option. So we're going to come back after our break and we're going to talk about some of the tips, some of the feedback from patients over the years in how to choose a German cancer treatments clinic. So uh, don't go too far away. We're going to be back on navigating the cancer maze very shortly. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Learn to navigate the cancer maze with trusted professionals in cancer health care. The Gray Scholar Institute, a not-for-profit organization with an established track record, a global clientele, and expertise in local and international referrals. The Institute's founder has almost 40 years' experience as a multidiscipline cancer strategist with a focus on finding options and implementing personalized care for cancer patients. The Gray Scholar Institute can help you navigate the cancer maze. Why not email the Institute today at institute at grayscholar.com or visit their website at grayscholarinstitute.com. Listen each week to Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Scholar from the Grace Scholar Institute as she interviews cancer medicine experts, researchers, allied health professionals, patients, and caregivers. 
Navigating the Cancer Maze provides you with information, education, inspiration, and a toolkit that will equip you wherever you are and whoever you are to effectively navigate your way through the Cancer Maze. The Gray Scholar Institute also provides ebook resources. Be inspired. Be empowered. Visit the Institute's website at www.grayscholarinstitute.com or email institute at grayscholar.com. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvung Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hulvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at grayscholar.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Hi, Grace Gawler here. I'm back with Navigating the German Cancer Treatments Maze today. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the type of hospitals that are in Germany. And uh, now I think I'll just fill you in a little bit on herbal medicines that are available before we look at some of the tips from patients who have uh, navigated the German cancer treatment maze. Uh, Herbal medicine has a long history in Europe. For over 100 years now, particularly in Germany, the quality control and the good manufacturing practices have been comparable to conventional drugs. And um, as a herbalist and a naturopath uh, in my basic training many, many years ago, before I became a uh, cancer strategist, um, I uh, am really aware of the exceptional quality of these products, the high manufacturing um, quality control requirements for the herbal medicines and the known quantity of active ingredients that are in those uh, substances. So Germany has developed this highly... Um, efficient and highly effective uh, herbal medicine industry. These are sold very commonly in Germany through what we call the apotheque or the pharmacy alongside prescription drugs. And many of the pharmacies also um, sell homeopathics. So botanical medicines and supplements 
um, are now taking the next step. They're being produced as infusions and injections, and these can have a very potent effect on the immune system as well as patients' well-being. So both very important things. By having these types of treatments alongside your um, state-of-the-art conventional treatments, which may be antibiotics, targeted, uh, focused, localised chemotherapy, the side effects are greatly lessened. So the damage that's created to the body, to the organs, is um, greatly minimised. So these substances are now um, a part in many clinics of the conventional approach. It walks hand in hand. The substances also, when they're going in via the route of injection or infusion, can really help the immune system to recognize cancer cells and encourage the process that we know as apoptosis or cell suicide. And many of these natural substances are commonly used in about 100 clinics, which are located throughout Germany, Austria and Switzerland. Now, there are certainly more alternative types of cancer clinics, um, and I'd like to more focus on the ones that are doing conventional, but many of the other ones do diet and lifestyle change, uh, focusing on particular kinds of diets attached to a particular kind of practitioner, um, doctor who has perhaps studied in that field, and they add in hypothermia alongside many of these other things. Now, hyperthermia is the heating of the core temperature of the body um, very carefully to achieve uh, what they call a push of the immune system and a weakening of the cancer cells. So most of the clinics um, throughout those three countries are using some form of hyperthermia. If you're interested in knowing more about hyperthermia, we actually um, had a show with a hyperthermia practitioner from Halvan Clinic uh, on navigating the cancer maze and you can look that up in the past programs. So if there are 100 clinics, how do you, the consumer, the seeker, the person who needs to find your solution, how do you sift through all these clinics to find out what they do and how they treat cancer and, importantly, are they genuine? Well, the first port of call, of course, is always the good old internet. Um, many cancer patients seeking treatments in Germany contact me um, saying that they've written to at least six or ten clinics to get an opinion um, and a treatment offer and perhaps a cost estimate. They've found these clinics mainly by searching the internet to see what is available out there. Now, as we all know, it's very hard to um, look at the internet and get accurate information always. So there are many, many things in place that we need to do um, in order to have a checklist. Now, if you want to uh, get this checklist, please don't hesitate to email me, institute at Grace Gawler, and that's G-A for Apple, W. L-E-R, institute at gracegawler.com and I'll be happy to email out some information with the checklist, um, some additional information also about choosing the best type of clinic for you and your cancer situation. Uh, many people who write to these clinics often say that it takes a very long time to get a reply, which is very frustrating um, if you have a bit of a dire situation going on with your cancer. Um, 
I think the clinics that answer efficiently and promptly um, get a big tick from me. Uh, there are a few clinics out there who do that, and I would suggest that that is an, one way of um, looking at how much does this clinic um, you know, want to have me there as a patient, what can they offer, and what are they writing in that, how promptly have they given me a reply. Now, remember, you'll be visiting a country where English language is not the mother tongue, so be sure that your clinic understands your needs, understands your language, your English language, and understands, very importantly, your medical history. Now, most good clinics will ask for a very, very complete overview of your medical situation and your cancer history. So it's very important um, that you have that at hand so that you can forward it on. Now we suggest uh, when we do our, um, our submissions to some German clinics, we suggest that you write an overview in point form as if you were writing a business plan. And uh, you write the first time that you were diagnosed and uh, you put that right through with all your treatments, your surgeries, your histology, pathology, everything that at an overview, that person whose language is not um, English as, the, as their mother tongue, it makes it so much easier for them to uh, go through your history and to give you a more accurate uh, reply and uh, quote. It's important to ask the question about nursing staff when you make your application because, once again, speaking good English is essential. Um, some of the clinics will employ agency staff and remember you get quite a mixture of people um, in nursing who are from all over Europe, some Russian, some speaking from uh, their Bosnian native tongue um, with not their English uh, being the best. <laughs> so uh, this can create actually quite a few problems and we have had issues where um, non-English speaking nurses uh, have actually caused quite a deal of stress for some cancer patients when uh, they see a treatment coming into the room that doesn't actually have their name on it and they can't be understood. Um, fortunately, that hasn't happened at the clinic that, uh, that we're working with, but I think it's very important. It's your right to say, uh, do you have a constant nursing staff? Do you use agency nurses? Does everyone um, speak adequate English? Um, now, if your leaning's alternative, um, it's fair to say too, you might want to choose an alternative type of clinic in Germany. However, I'd suggest this to you. If you've been using an alternative approach or been guided by, whether it's an alternative medical practitioner or an integrated uh, GP um, who practices this type of medicine, really seriously consider if more of the same is the wisest choice. I personally, uh, from being in this work for now 40 years and referring patients overseas for 25, would say that it's wise to choose a clinic that uses the best of conventional and the best of complementary botanical, um, even what might be seen as alternative, but it's not alternative when it's put into that sort of package. Um, I really believe experience uh, from people like Rona who have tried so hard um, in implementing a, um, an alternative medicine recovery program and feel like they've done so many of the right so-called things um, to just go somewhere and do more of that really may not uh, be in your best interest. 
check out the claims um, and check out the success claims that are made by some of the clinics. There's also the opposite, that there's not enough information about uh, the treatments that are being used, um, the effects of those treatments, and importantly, the statistics that are based on those treatments. So statistics in personalised medicine gets pretty tricky to... um, qualify and quantify because personalised medicine is about treating the person. Now, when we look at a big system of medicine, um, it's basically a one-size-fits-all system but with some targeted treatments threaded throughout that. And once again, we talked about people who fall through the net and uh, for whom those treatments don't work in their home country. Now, if you're going to travel quite a distance, statistics are often useful to know. Now, there are some available things like hypothermia in combination with radiation therapy. Um, They work better together in some situations than they do as individual treatments, Um, like chemotherapy and uh, hypothermia can also work better in some situations than either of those two things on their own. Then you add in the botanical medicines, the complementary medicine, and you get what starts to be a personalised holistic approach. Um, It is hard to find the statistics because of this personalised approach, but I would suggest that you type into Google some of the research research centres that are located. Um, You've got Sloan Kettering in the US. You've got many other centres that are investigating uh, complementary medicines. Um, Throughout Europe, the European journals, um, the uh, National Cancer Institute, there's many, many publications that you can actually look at and see, is this treatment being that's recommended to me being listed Um, on any of these sites. Now, some of the ones that are more popular are dendritic cell therapy, TACE, um, which is uh, trans-arterial chemoembolisation, which is locally given chemotherapy, um, and trifunctional antibodies is another one, as well as uh, the testing, the genetic and molecular testing that actually is available for uh, people who attend some of these clinics. Um, we're going to talk more after the uh, the next break about some of those treatments. I think also you can source reputable blogs, um, but do avoid the patients who proselytise quite a lot and who are experimenting with themselves. Um, you know, it's all very well for them to be choosing to do that, but I think you've got to be very careful who you listen to. Um, I think there are great websites that offer really sound information, but do a lot of searching in a lot of different places. Ask, 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 look at the credentials of the treating doctors and um, find someone who can help you navigate the cancer maze with a little bit of knowledge. So we're coming to the end of our third segment today on navigating the cancer maze. We will be back with you shortly to talk about some of those treatments available in the German cancer treatment system. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Listen each week to Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller, from the Grace Goller Institute, as she interviews cancer medicine experts, researchers, allied health professionals, patients, and caregivers. Navigating the Cancer Maze provides you with information, education, inspiration, and a toolkit that will equip you wherever you are and whoever you are to effectively navigate your way through the cancer maze. The Grace Goller Institute also provides ebook resources. Be inspired. Be empowered. Visit the Institute's website at www.gracegollerinstitute.com or email institute at gracegoller.com. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvang Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hulvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Learn to navigate the cancer maze with trusted professionals in cancer health care. The Grace Goller Institute, a not-for-profit organization with an established track record, a global clientele, and expertise in local and international referrals. The Institute's founder has almost 40 years' experience as a multidiscipline cancer strategist with a focus on finding options and implementing personalized care for cancer patients. The Grace Goller Institute can help you navigate the cancer maze. Why not email the Institute today at institute at gracegoller.com or visit their website at gracegollerinstitute.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Welcome back to the last segment of today's show, Navigating the German Cancer Treatment Maze. Um, I just wanted to go back and finish a couple of points that uh, we missed towards the end of the last segment. Um, If you are a friend of a cancer patient listening to the show today, it's uh, a really great idea to do the initial inquiry on behalf of someone, but you must always, always ask the patient, do they really wish to pursue this treatment? Um, I have a policy um, in my own uh, clinic where if a patient or partner or um, 
some friend actually calls, I have a, a different way that I actually handle that inquiry. Now, patient to practitioner is great, but when a friend or a relative uh, calls, it's very, very important that they take the information back to the patient and discuss what they would like to do um, because the undertaking of a trip to another country for treatment is not small change. It's, um, it's a big undertaking and it requires a, a lot of dedication and the personal application of someone's real passion for life to extend their life. So it's very important that they're actually involved in the process. Quite often, um, if someone is too ill at the particular time, you know, we have an oncologist um, here in our location who's very, very helpful and he's managed to help many patients to uh, regain a certain degree of health and well-being to enable them to take the journey. So I suggest that people don't take this journey if you are really, really feeling poorly. Um, it's a big responsibility traveling with people, traveling on an aircraft, um, where if, if something does go wrong, um, there's a lot of um, inconvenience and for you maybe being caught out overseas um, in a stop-off zone and uh, not being able to get the treatment and support that you actually need. So uh, more on that for anybody, you know, you can always contact me um, through my institute and I'm happy to forward any information on that particular subject. Um, so I think uh, we talked about the quals and credentials of the treating doctors and that leads me into speaking um, just briefly today about some of the treatments that are available and next week on Navigating the Cancer Maze, we're going to do those more in depth. But for the first outline today, the work of Professor Thomas Vogel and Vogel is spelt V-O-G-L. Um, he's at the Goethe University Hospital in Frankfurt and he um, does some quite amazing things for people with mesothelioma. Um, he treats liver metastases in, in cases of intestinal um, cancer, colorectal cancer, um, breast cancers, liver metastases in breast cancer, bile duct cancers, lung, um, kidney, pancreas, all kinds of cancer. And this particular man has a real skill in delivering chemotherapy locally or perfusing it locally into an area. And some of those people that uh, go to see him as a part of being at um, the Halvan Clinic actually uh, have inoperable tumours. So here's someone who can locally treat an inoperable tumour and many, many times I've seen this in the past um, three years since I've been dealing with this particular clinic, many, many times have I seen tumours shrink enough uh, for a patient to go home and have surgery and that's pretty remarkable in itself. I've just been privy in my last, uh, during my last tour um, to be with a gentleman who had a melanoma behind his eye and uh, Professor Vogel was able to insert a catheter through the femoral artery in his groin. Uh, you can watch that going right up through the aorta and he can find the blood supply that is associated with a tumour basically anywhere in the body. And this he did with this gentleman's melanoma behind his eye. Um, that was truly remarkable. I, I filmed the procedure and uh, to think that those kinds of uh, treatments are possible opens up a whole new world. 
Now, um, some of the other treatments that are available in Germany, of course, is the trifunctional antibody. And this is manufactured and uh, created by a group called Trion Laboratories. We have interviewed on the program before Dr. Horst Lindhofer from Trion, um, who talked about the use of these trifunctional antibodies. Now, having met with um, Dr. Lindhofer and Dr. Jager last uh, Friday in Munich, I am even more and more impressed than I've ever been in my life um, about the application and the future of these trifunctional antibodies. And of course, trifunctional means that they have three functions. The antibody actually recruits the immune system, um, causes T cells and uh, macrophages, which are a part of the scavenging system of the body, to become very activated and to attack tumour cells. Um, the trifunctional antibodies are only available at a few clinics in Germany and they're specifically geared at treating ovarian cancer, ascites, the fluid that builds in the tummy from um, colorectal or ovarian cancer and some other um, liver cancers as well. And um, these antibodies are really the future. Now, for treating adenocarcinomas, it's a type of uh, tumour, um, the antibodies are really coming into their own. So uh, those two treatments alone, plus um, we've talked about the botanicals, the new injectables, the infusions, um, the uh, products that are geared at helping the body to withstand the treatments and increasing well-being are absolutely brilliant and second to none. We've also talked about dendritic cells and um, there'll be more about that in our program coming up next week. I hope you found this edition of Navigating the Cancer Maze very useful if you are considering a German cancer treatment option and next week there'll be a lot more um, about the individual uh, types of treatments that are available in Germany, you can always email me institute at grayscholar.com should you want to explore any aspect of this further before next week. And we do have a specific uh, website for this, German Cancer Treatments with an S.com. Um, and you'll find a lot of information about the types of treatment available in Germany on that website. Have a wonderful week. And I'll see you next time on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Thank you again for listening to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Please join your host, Grace Goller, again next Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, cancer is not something you have to face alone.